Good morning, and welcome to Simply CRE. It's Thursday, February 22nd. On today's show, a special report on the increase of U.S. commercial foreclosures in January 2024 and how to navigate the rising tide of commercial foreclosures. Plus, we'll discuss sustainable investments and the future of commercial office spaces. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply CRE. We start off with a significant development in the real estate sector. Commercial foreclosures in the United States have seen a significant increase, according to a special report by Atom, a leading curator of land, property, and real estate data. The report reveals a 17% increase in commercial foreclosures from last month and a 97% increase from last year. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply CRE. Can you give us an overview of this report? Certainly, David. Atom's analysis began in January 2014, a time when the nation was emerging from economic uncertainty, with commercial foreclosures at 740 nationwide. Over the next decade, Atom tracked fluctuations, witnessing the highest spike in October 2014 with 889 foreclosures. However, the trajectory wasn't a steady incline. The market displayed remarkable adaptability in the face of challenges such as the COVID-19 pandemic and changing economic policies. How did the pandemic affect commercial foreclosures? The pandemic initially led to a rise in foreclosures, but the subsequent months showed notable stabilization as businesses adapted to new market realities. In May 2020, the United States marked a significant low in commercial foreclosures, reaching 141. However, by January 2024, commercial foreclosures had surged to 635, a stark contrast to the 2020 low. This 97% year-over-year increase signals a revitalizing market that is navigating through the long-term economic shifts following a global event. What does this uptick signify for the commercial real estate sector? According to Rob Barber, CEO at Atom, this uptick signifies not just a return to pre-pandemic activity levels, but also underscores the ongoing adjustments within the commercial real estate sector as it navigates through a landscape transformed by evolving business practices and consumer behaviors. Can you tell us more about the state-by-state commercial foreclosure review? Sure, California, New York, Texas, New Jersey, and Florida showed significant variance over the decade. For instance, in January 2024, California had the highest number of commercial foreclosures for the month at 181. This was a 72% increase from last month and a 174% increase from last year. New York, on the other hand, had a total of 59 commercial foreclosures in January 2024, a 12% decrease from last month and a 12% decrease from a year ago. Texas, New Jersey, and Florida also saw increases in commercial foreclosures. How does Atom compile this data? Atom's U.S. Commercial Foreclosure Report provides a count of the total number of commercial properties with at least one foreclosure filing entered into the Atom data warehouse during the month. The report incorporates documents filed in all three phases of foreclosure, default, auction, and real estate owned, or REO properties that have been foreclosed on and repurchased by a bank. Thanks for joining us, Celeste. Now, shifting our focus to the U.S. commercial real estate landscape, we're seeing a significant transformation 
marked by a stark increase in foreclosures. From 141 in May 2020 to 635 in January 2024, these figures tell a story of resilience and adaptation in the face of adversity. Here to delve deeper into this topic is our correspondent, Abby. Abby, can you tell us more about this surge in foreclosures? Certainly, David. The surge in commercial foreclosures is a reflection of the commercial real estate sector's journey through the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. The sector once struggling under the pandemic's impact is now adjusting to new market realities. California, for instance, saw a 72% increase from the previous month and a 174% increase from the previous year. That's quite a leap. What's driving this significant year-over-year increase of 97%? The increase is largely driven by evolving business practices and consumer behaviors. The initial rise in foreclosure rates during the pandemic exposed the vulnerabilities of the commercial real estate sector. However, the subsequent stabilization signaled businesses' adaptability to new market dynamics. This resilience is a testament to the sector's capacity to recalibrate in the face of adversity. So what does the future hold for the commercial real estate sector? While the increase in foreclosures signals a return to pre-pandemic activity levels, it also opens up a dialogue on the evolving landscape of commercial real estate. The sector's adaptation to new business practices and consumer behaviors is not just a response to past challenges, but a stride towards future opportunities. As we move forward, the unfolding narrative of commercial foreclosures will undoubtedly shape the contours of the U.S. real estate market, heralding a new era of opportunities and challenges. Thanks for that fascinating perspective, Abby. Now, let's pivot to the commercial office space market, which has faced its share of skepticism recently with record high vacancies in 2023. However, amidst these challenges, certain trends are emerging that could provide potential avenues for financial gain, particularly through sustainable upgrades and renovations. Here to discuss these trends is Bella, a correspondent for Simply CRE. So Bella, what are these emerging trends in commercial real estate? Well, David, location continues to be a key factor in the success of commercial office spaces. Cities like Brisbane and Perth have seen positive absorption due to employment growth, while Sydney and Melbourne CBDs have remained stable due to consolidations among larger firms and expansions among smaller ones. Premium and A-grade stock in CBD areas continue to enjoy low vacancy rates, offering opportunities for increased rental yields. And what about the quality of the office space itself? That's a great point, David. There has been a significant shift in the design and construction of office spaces. Businesses are increasingly recognizing the value of sustainable design principles, acknowledging their long-term social and environmental impact. Features such as natural light, quality air, water supply, and energy efficient spaces not only appeal to tenants, but also contribute to higher rental rates and occupancy levels. So how can investors capitalize on these trends? Investors can prioritize high-quality, sustainability-focused office spaces that acknowledge employee well-being and environmental stewardship. While external amenities and location may not always be within an investor's control, leveraging these trends through renovations and upgrades can attract premium tenants willing to pay higher rents. This not only increases rental yields, but also enhances leasing potential and the value of the investment. 
What about the demand for sustainable features in commercial real estate? Tenants are increasingly preferring sustainable features such as green building certifications, energy-efficient appliances, and eco-friendly materials. These not only demonstrate a commitment to environmental responsibility, but also enhance the overall workplace experience for employees. By prioritizing sustainability and employee-centric design, investors can tap into the growing demand for high-quality office spaces, thereby enhancing rental yields and asset value. And what about the depreciation value of properties with sustainability upgrades? A property that is substantially renovated with sustainability upgrades will also hold depreciation value for the investor. BMT, for instance, has helped thousands of investors and business owners claim depreciation through scrapped deductions. So these upgrades can have multiple financial benefits. Bella, your insights are certainly something for investors to consider. Speaking of considerations, commercial property owners in Santa Clara County who have been hit hard by market woes might be in for some tax relief. The County Assessor's Office has opened the Proposition 8 review process early in response to the distress in the market. Here to delve deeper into this is Michael, a correspondent for Simply CRE. Can you tell us more about this development, Michael? Certainly, David. The number of Prop 8 assessments in Santa Clara County spiked to 19,325 in 2023, a significant increase from the 2,595 recorded the previous year. This indicates a market in distress, and the Assessor's Office is taking proactive steps to address this. County Assessor Larry Stone stated that his responsibility is to ensure accurate values are enrolled to reflect market conditions. When the market value falls below the existing assessment, his office is required to temporarily reduce the assessed value. What does this mean for commercial property owners in the county? Commercial properties, though less than 400 in number, accounted for $1.3 billion of the slashed assessments, which totaled a hefty $4.7 billion. The early opening of the Prop 8 review process aims to give commercial owners ample time to submit the necessary documentation for a fair assessment. This move is in response to soaring vacancy rates and shifting financial landscapes, including changes in interest and mortgage rates and the continued trend toward remote work. How has the initiative been received by the stakeholders? The initiative has been well received. William B. Barron, managing partner of Brandenburg Properties in San Jose, praised the program, calling it innovative and proactive. He emphasized the assessor's role in providing market-accurate assessment value and commended the Santa Clara County Assessor's Office for its transparency and creativity. What is the deadline for commercial property owners to file for Prop 8 relief? Commercial property owners in the region have until August 1st to file for Prop 8 relief. They need to provide all the relevant data, including rent rolls, occupancy figures, operating costs, and applicable appraisals. Homeowners, on the other hand, have a smaller window from July 1st through August 1st to apply. Thanks for the insights, Michael. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply CRE. We'll see you back here tomorrow.